Hey, 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 welcome on in to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Love that you showed up this week. How you doing? Switch it up. Oh, yeah. Welcome on in. How you doing? First, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we got Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan, Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff and Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe. Thank you so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Go pick up some litter. Do your part for the environment. Give the world a hug. Actually, go do it. I uh, spent some time this week just sorting through recycling, making sure, you know, just put the things in the right bag. It, it takes a little bit of effort. It makes a big difference. Also, I'd thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Go over on there. Get your body right if you're in the Ottawa area. Go get the best damn massage in Ottawa. Hands down. Bar none. By the most caring dude I know. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. Love to have you over there. <sighs> For the mental health check this week week. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm a little tired. Actually, I'm very tired. Uh, After the vacation I had last week, ended up getting away for, you know, the uh, before and after the Canada Day weekend uh, there with family, got out to the cottage, just uh, had a a really good time. Uh, But, you know, at this point, definitely having uh, an emotional hangover. Possibly a physical hangover. Um, and, you know, a socialization hangover. You know, and we'll get to that. Um, I just want to touch real quick on the last show we did about, uh, you know, no nothing days, e-pass. And I found that, you know, over the last week, while I wasn't, you know, consciously making sure that I was going through the categories, when I think back on my week, for the most part, I did something for myself emotionally, physically academically, socially, and spiritually most days this week. Uh, I found that the academic side was lacking some days. And, you know, it is hard to formally assess and keep consistent and like track your activities in these areas without, for me, journaling. So I definitely want to pick up journaling again this week to help track my you know, my activities in these, in these areas with the no nothing days, just trying to do what I can, you know, and give myself the best chance of feeling well. And I think if I do something for myself emotionally, physically, academically, socially, spiritually, it'll all be good. And when I'm thinking academically, I'm thinking of reading. I'm thinking about just trying to learn something new, whatever that looks like. Uh, and there's definitely plenty of activities, but as I'm finding, it doesn't exactly come naturally. Right. Sometimes you have to seek out these activities that you want to do to become a better you. So that's that's where I'm at on that end. Um, yeah, emotional hangover for sure. You know, being around a bunch of people that you love, it's uh, it's it's always hard to uh, to leave that and go back to quote unquote normal life. Um, you know, with the highs come the lows, right? And that's just a, a normal part of living. Some of us, I think, have higher highs and lower lows or, 
you know, it's uh, I, I think it's it's weird this time, though, because I'm really feeling that socialization hangover, which I never really identified before. And I think it, it honestly, it's just weird going from, you know, staring at the same walls for months or, you know, a year and a half, really. And then immediately going to interact with 10 plus people constantly for four to five days. And, you know, not having as much alone time, not being able to do the same things that I was doing for months on end, you know, doing new things, all of this. I I just felt way more aware of myself. I felt more aware of some awkward feelings. I felt aware of just the fatigue that can come from socializing and aware that at times I want to run. I want to flight. I want to go and do what was comfortable, which is basically let's listen to a podcast and just like, and chill out on the couch when really that's not going to bring me you know, the best, the best that I can be. And, you know, a part of being with 10 people plus for a lot of days is, you know, at a certain point, you're going to get stuck in a conversation. Well, stuck's not a right word. You're going to get into a conversation with a lot of people and, you know, sometimes keeping up a conversation or having that, you know, that need to contribute or just trying to avoid awkward silences. Right. When you you feel like you don't have anything else to contribute to a conversation and you you kind of want to pull the ripcord, but you don't want to make it too awkward. I've noticed a lot more of those feelings than what I'm typically used to. And, you know, if I try and reflect back to whatever life was like before COVID, um, you know, typically in these cases, I'm I'm focused more I and mean, maybe I'm I'm being perceptive right, of how I'm being perceived. And I think that is a, it's honestly, it's hard to put into words. It's interesting how when we're uncomfortable in a situation, we can flip immediately to how am I being perceived by others rather than, you know, what I'm currently doing or what I'm contributing to a conversation or just simply trying to listen to what the other person is saying, right? And when I get stuck in that sense of, ooh, well, what are they thinking about right now? I'm not thinking about what they're saying. I'm not formulating a response based on what they said. And really, I'm just not doing a good job of listening. I'm trying to satisfy some kind of personal need to, I don't know, to make sure that I'm accepted or, I don't know, to make sure I'm safe. I'm really not sure. It's definitely something I want to explore some more, but it really did feel like I was relearning how to interact with others in a face-to-face situation. And that was an unexpected learning process this week. And, you know, as always, staying out of your head is easier said than done. But if I go back to, you know, my schooling, my experiences, active listening helps to stay out of your head. And I figured it would be a good time maybe just to quickly review, you know, some of the skills um, that are involved in active listening. 
And I went on this website, uh, Center for Creative Leadership, and they have a, an article called The Big Six Active Listening Skills. And basically, on that website, they say the active learning skill set involves these six active listening techniques. And I'll run through them in a second here for you. So number one, paying attention. Number two, withholding judgment. Number three, reflecting. Number four, clarifying. Number five, summarizing. And number six, sharing. Now, when we think of, you know, paying attention, that's kind of the goal with listening, right? Is, you know, being attentive, being present. And I think, you know, just being an effective listener, it's important to pay attention. One of the things that I've found throughout the pandemic where a lot more communication is virtual, it, it's, it got more difficult for me to pick up on the cues when someone was finished speaking. And I found that I've, you know, start my sentences before they finish or, you know, just accidentally cut them off. And I think that does have something to do with, again, maybe being stuck in my own head, maybe not actively listening, not giving them the space to, you know, finish whatever they're saying. But at the same time too, is, you know, allowing that wait time before you respond takes that attention. Don't cut anyone off. Let them finish. Let them get through and like formulate and think and, and add to their ideas. And paying attention also goes to the physical side of the conversation too, right? Pay attention to your body language. What is your body language saying? Are, are you open? Are you closed off? Are you standing way too close to someone? Are you standing way too far away? What are they doing body language wise? I mean, body language has a huge component in communication. Um, I think some people argue more than words, but I don't know about all that. But I think it's uh, it'd be remiss not to start with honesty. Just pay attention when you're listening, and that's half the battle. <laughs> um, for number two, you know, for withholding judgment, they say on the website, active listening requires an open mind, and I agree with that, and it's hard to grow as a person if you're not open to new ideas or new ways of doing things. And it's very easy to try to jump in when someone's talking. Again, kind of with that pay attention, right? It's a try and almost jump in and, and finish their sentences, right? Or uh, you know, try and, and, and assume what they're trying to say. And then go off on that. Suspend that judgment. Hold any criticisms. Don't don't argue. Don't try and sell your point. Let the person talk. Let them exhaust their points. Let them get what they need to say off their chest. Right? Active listening is not just, you know, I listen, I hear you. It's also making sure that you're getting the full story. And withholding judgment is huge on that. When we start to, you know, add our person, you know, try to put our judgment on things and try and assume that we know what they're talking about, we close ourselves off to whatever the person is trying to say and also start to paint whatever they're saying with our own perspective, our own biases, our own, basically what we think they're trying to say. 
let them say what they're trying to say, and then we can move to number three, reflect. This is a huge thing with empathy, is it's like an empathetic statement is simply reflecting back what the person said. Now, don't do it word for word. (laughs) Word for word repetition can almost come across as not listening at all. If you can just take what they're saying and just put it into different words, you know, that's, it makes someone feel heard when they can hear it in a different words. And it can almost help to put a puzzle piece into place if we're able to like accurately reflect what someone is saying. There's an example on the website here. Uh, you know, if someone says, oh, so-and-so is so loyal and supportive of her people, they'd walk through the fire for her. But no matter how hard I push, their team seem, keeps the, their team keeps missing deadlines. So to paraphrase, what you would say to that is, so so-and-so's people skills are great, but their accountability is a problem. Right? We just reflect back what someone says, maybe in shorter words, maybe in a more concise way, or just the way that we that we hear it. And one of two things are going to happen. One, they're going to think, yeah, you're right. You got it correct. And you're going to put a little check mark and you're going to be like, okay, I understood that point. Or two, they're going to say, mm, no, not like that, like this. And they're going to clarify it further for you. That's a win-win. And then that leads us right to number four, clarify. Right? When we're trying to actively listen, if you have questions, let's clarify it. Don't be afraid to ask those questions, to slow it down, to get an idea. If one of my, I don't want to call it a toxic trait. One of my uh, annoying traits is, you know, someone asks, you know, oh, have you seen this movie? And I'll be like, yeah. When I haven't seen that movie. I just want, I don't know why I do it. It's something I did when I was a kid. I used to try to look cool to look like I'm cultured or something. I don't know. If you don't know the answer, if you don't know what someone is saying, if you have questions, don't be afraid to ask them. If I'm in a spot where I'm afraid to ask a clarifying question, I question if I'm actually listening to that person or if I'm just having this conversation for some kind of personal gain, right? And, and maybe that's a, a big part of conversation as well is just being in the right mind space to want to learn to understand someone met better rather than just trying to get off my talking points and talk about myself the whole time. Either way, don't be afraid to ask clarifying questions, right? These can be open-ended questions, you know, how, why, or they can be, you know, those like direct closed-ended questions, what, where, when, um, both are, you know, equally important, uh, open-ended questions, get people talking more, fun fact. Uh, the next one, summarize, pretty, honestly, pretty similar to the last two, (laughs) don't be afraid to summarize everything you heard. Again, worst case Ontario, they tell you, yeah, uh, you got it right. Or no, you didn't get it right. This is what I'm actually saying. And you get clarification. At the end of the day, if we get clarification, if we understand someone clearly, we're listening. And that's wonderful. And then once you have all of that, once 
you've heard them, you've let them speak their piece, you've reflected, you know that you understand what they're saying, then we can share our perspective, our thoughts, our feelings, our stories. And honestly, sometimes it's hard to take the foot off the gas pedal of you wanting to tell your stories and you wanting to drive the conversation. And it can be hard to, you know, put yourself in the back seat. Again, we're we're the main character in our own stories. And it can be hard to realize that we're not the main character in everyone's stories. And if everyone's trying to be the main character, then not a lot of people are listening and a lot of people are talking. And I think that's kind of reflective of our society as a whole at times is we're all talking, but no one's really listening. And like I said, there's definitely some ups and downs, even with a great weekend and a lot of, you know, some, some awkwardness, right? And I do find that I have a tendency, again, to cut people off before they finish or, you know, and just try and show how well that I do understand them. I try to be a, a mind reader almost, right? And Really, it's a juxtaposition. I'm not getting all the information and, you know, I'm trying to be a mind reader rather than just letting someone give me the information at their own pace. And I think at times that can come from me, you know, feeling like I need to rush that anxiety, right? That social anxiety that, you know, kind of speeds up the heart rate, speeds up your thoughts and feeling like I have to rush through this conversation just to get to a spot where I'm not talking to anyone anymore. (sighs) slow down, take a breath. Most times, if someone is having a conversation with you, they want to be talking to you, right? Let, Let Enjoy that. Let the conversation breathe. Don't feel like you have to have all the answers. We can learn on the fly in a conversation by asking the right questions. But we're not gonna know what questions to ask if we're constantly trying to figure out where we stand with someone or what they're thinking of us or thinking about what story you're going to tell while the other person is giving you information and, you know, saying things to you. And it's not easy, right? And it's, and it's, it's easy to get in that spot where you don't feel comfortable in your own shoes and you stop actively listening. And you start trying to do something about it to survive through the situation. Now, on a a good note, you know, a a nice change is as that the week went on, I felt more and more comfortable being silent, doing my own thing, not feeling like I have to respond right away when someone says something. And I was able to take my time more, let my words have meaning, not just, you know, throwing words out there to fill up the silence, but making sure, you know, are you done talking? And do I understand you correctly? And then, you know, letting my thoughts breathe a bit. I would, I would hope that this week, maybe the show, you know, bounces back in your head. and. While you're having a conversation, you know, have one where you're simply trying to gather information and reflect back what's said to you. Let the other person speak their conversation and only contribute once you've gathered as much information as possible. 
it feels weird at first, yes, but you'll learn more about yourself, about how you react in certain situations, and about others this way as well. And really, when we're in a conversation, is that not the goal? Is to understand others more and to connect. It's hard to connect when we're not listening. So my question to you, dear listener, what conversational skill are you looking to build this week? Is it to pay attention more? Is it to withhold that judgment? Is it to reflect? Is it to clarify? Is it to summarize? Or is it in the actual sharing of your own ideas that you want to work on? Or is it something completely different that I haven't even mentioned yet? You can head on over, you know, to Instagram at TyDeclare44. Send me a DM. Let me know. What skill are you working on? What difficulties are you having? We're going to be back next week. We're going to get through it. It's been a, it's been a tough year, man, but we're getting through it. We're learning. We're growing. And all I know is that the more that we try, the more that we put effort into ourselves. The more that we give these life lessons, these difficulties that we're having room to breathe, room to grow, we grow with it. And this is a great opportunity. I, I Again, I don't always like getting caught in conversations where I feel like I have nothing left to contribute. But each situation is an opportunity. And if we look for that opportunity, we can find some way to grow. Maybe this is my academic focus this week right? Is how to be a better conversationalist. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, let's get, let's get you back to your week here. Uh, I'm not going to be on Twitch on Thursday. I have softball starting up this week. Yay. yay. Got softball Wednesday night, softball Thursday nights, most weeks going forward. So I might be changing my Twitch night. Either way, go over to twitch.tv slash Canada. D-U-U-H. Follow me. Put on those notifications. I don't even know if you have to actually do it or if it automatically happens, but follow me. You'll get a notification when I go live and then come on in and hang out once it does. Either way, that's it for me. Share this with a friend. Share it on social media. I don't know. Email me. Message me. Do whatever. Just have a great week. Do what you can for yourself. Find yourself a way to show yourself some love this week. I love you, and I hope you have a great one. Bye-bye!